smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi why not mint money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money we help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes why not mint money is your one stop solution to money matters so let's get started welcome to your money journey Hi, I am Renu Yadav from Mint's personal finance team and in this episode of Why Not Mint Money, I am going to talk about gold. Gold prices have corrected around 7% this year after delivering double digit returns over the past 2 years. The economic uncertainties caused by the pandemic led to a higher demand for the yellow metal, deriving its prices further up. Various central banks have been pushing liquidity in the system to keep the interest rates low which has supported the rally in gold prices but the recent correction has caused worry among the investors we saw net in outflow of rupees 61 crore in the month of july for the first time in 7 months so what has led to the price correction is this the end of the rally of gold prices to answer all these queries today we have with us mr chirag mehta he's the senior fund manager alternative investments at quantum amc welcome chirag thank you renu thank you for having me uh, so chirag we'll start with the first question so what do you think has led to this correction in gold prices and is this trend going to continue yes sir uh, what we have seen reno over uh, in the gold markets is uh, or global markets is uh, because of the vaccination and because of all the stimulus that we have seen monetary and fiscal there is a lot of optimism and and certainly with all the stimulus there will be certain bout of growth for sure uh, whether this growth continues and sustains is a question so right now given the optimism the risk assets are much in favor and therefore assets like gold are taking it taking a toll so it is surrounding the uh, optimism largely uh, whereas if you see the other side of the spectrum equity markets or risk assets in general look uh, expensive and overvalued currently uh, there is a momentum on that side in terms of the growth uh, and time and again we are seeing more or less uh, enough support from monetary authorities from central banks or from the governments to kind of uh, uh, ensure that the growth momentum continues so uh, given that the fed has kind of uh, kind of announced that they will kind of taper uh, and look at normalizing uh, next next one two years uh, that has led to some uh, panic in gold markets and that is why the sharp correction that we have seen also economic data has been favorable uh, which is also not helping gold but despite that the fundamentals still look constructive uh, why i say that because if you look at growth uh, the kind of v shape recovery that we have seen so far markets expect that that's going to continue going forward as well but we think that the growth is going to be more gradual from here uh, of course with the amount of stimulus and uh, that may determine the near term fate but sustainability of those stimulus led growths is always questionable so overall growth expectations from here on will taper and therefore uh, that will highlight or bring into prominence the overvaluation in risk assets 
secondly, Fed has said that they will raise rates in 2023. That's two years from now. And that is too far-fetched. And they had to showcase that they are not sitting idle looking at inflation flying high. They had to showcase that they are doing something about it and therefore the timeline. Timeline is just kind of, you know, uh, too far-fetched. And uh, they had to do uh, or showcase that, uh, you know, they are aware of the rising risk of inflation. Uh, but given even the last time when they started tapering or raising rates, it was a long drawn affair and they couldn't do much. Even in last uh, time when they started tapering, they could have to unwind the tapering program in like one year's time. So uh, we are not too optimistic about, uh, you know, uh, the achieving the normalization levels or the kind of tapering in a, in a very big way, in aggressive manner. And when that expectation towards normalization fades away, uh, that is when gold would start doing well. So currently, the bout of correction that we have seen uh, fundamentally doesn't look just. We are seeing fundamentally constructive output for gold. But until and unless we see this risk appetite remaining within markets, gold will remain range-bound. Downsides will be limited, but even we won't see upsides until, until that pans out. So we need catalysts or triggers for gold to do well. And the triggers that we see is uh, if there is some disappointment on growth or whenever the normalization in growth starts taking place or whenever uh, uh, there is loss of hope on the normalization by central banks, that is going to be a factor when gold would start doing well. Uh, if you look at the money supply, which is again a, a indicator of how gold does, does well over the long term, uh, that is uh, that is still increasing at a rate of 15%. At peak, it had gone to 25% YOI growth. And now, again, it is still at 15% levels. So we are seeing that increasing fast. Uh, second driver of gold is real interest rates, which is interest rates minus inflation. If you look at inflation surging, interest rates are still there. After the 2000 crisis remained low at the zero bound for six years, uh, we don't anticipate much faster increase in interest rates this time around as well. Uh, so real interest rates are likely to remain low or negative, and therefore that's going to support gold as well. So overall, the two big drivers for gold are still fundamentally strong. Uh, only thing hampering the prospects for gold at this point in time is the move towards risk assets, which is likely to continue given the support from central banks and government. Uh, so uh, so anticipate that you know gold will remain range bound for some time. Downsides will be limited, but upsides will also be capped uh, uh, on account of that. And only when we see the catalyst playing out, that is when gold should start to well. Got the point. So we need triggers for the gold to do well, but you don't see any uh, bigger downside as of now. That's right. Okay. Uh, thanks for uh, clearing this for our listeners. Chirag, so there are many alternatives right now uh, available for gold investors. So which one do you think investors should choose and how they should decide about it? Yeah, investors firstly uh, and first and foremost should kind of uh, try and demarket what is there for their consumption that is usage purpose and what is there for investment. And anything for usage or consumption doesn't have a choice. You have to go towards jewelry. And whatever is there for investment purpose, you should stop buying jewelry, coins, bars. You should move towards more efficient forms of buying gold, uh, which are gold ETFs, gold mutual funds, sovereign gold bonds. Within the efficient forms, uh, you could choose depending on what you believe. Uh, at one end, sovereign gold bonds do give you that interest. But they are not backed by gold. They are kind of a, a sovereign guaranteed giving an exposure to gold prices. 
So if you are okay with that, you could go with solid gold bonds. Or if you want a physical gold backing to uh, to your investments, then you could choose gold ETFs and gold saving funds for your investments. Uh, gold ETFs uh, and gold saving fund do not have the premiums associated with uh, when you buy physical gold. There are high premiums, making charges, markups involved. Whereas in uh, gold ETFs and gold uh, and gold saving fund, you don't pay those high premiums. It is the wholesale market efficiency that you get at a retail level, even when you're buying smaller denomination. You don't have to worry about purity, storage, and other hassles uh, of buying gold. Uh, you can buy sitting at home. Uh, it's it's very easy and convenient to buy. Uh, so with all those advantages, I think when you're looking at investing in gold, uh, you should look at these efficient forms. And uh, depending on what you believe in, you could choose either from the sovereign gold bonds or the gold ETS or gold mutual funds that you have. So, so I, I think that demarcation is very, very important for investors to have, uh, firstly and foremostly, why they are buying gold. And if it is for investment purpose, you know the answer. Yes, right. Thank you, Chira. Thanks for uh, your time. This is all from today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you very much. for listening in we're also available on livemint.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of mint for some insightful coverage if you have any questions you want us to address do reach us out at ht smartcast we are present on twitter facebook and insta and if you want to connect over email write in to us at mintmoney at livemint.com until next time it's bye-bye this was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.